I'd like to plug the Chase Thomas podcast. Listen to Chase Thomas. You'll be a smarter sports fan and obviously a much better human being. Matt Chernoff from 680 The Fans, Chuck and Chernoff show here. And I want to say thanks for listening to today's episode of the Chase Thomas podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast apps. Chase Thomas went to Parkview in North Georgia. He's a local Atlanta kid, and he won't let the Luca versus Trey thing go. He interned with us back in the day, and you'll always remember him. Anyway, definitely go check out ChaseThomasPodcast.com where you can find all of Chase's previous episodes, all of his articles, and do him a solid. Leave him a rating and review if you're an Apple Podcast listener. Reminder to listen to our show, Chuck and Chernoff, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 on 680 The Fan, and subscribe to my podcast as well. Welcome to Matlana, wherever you get your podcasts. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. Right, hello, it. and welcome back to the sports reporters who have indeed reassembled. There he is, the floppy man himself, Bob Silverman of the Daily Beast, up there in New York City. Bob, <laughs> good morning. How are you? Morning. Also here, up there in Detroit. I don't even know how. I guess you could do the the voice of Detroit. Piston, yeah. No. 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 Please. It's too early no. for that for Andrew Hammond of the Detroit no. Press. Andrew, how are you? I'm good. Um, no, it's not that it's too early for it. It's just every time somebody, t- uh, you know, I tell somebody. Or my mom, if I'm around when my mom says, oh, yeah, Andrew works for the Detroit Free Press. Somebody somebody will try and do that. And at first it was like, oh, this is kind of funny. Then it became, no, it's not. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Let's get this over with. Just go ahead and do it. Thank you for being <laughs> in touch with the last yeah. 20 years of pop culture. Thank you. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. they don't, they don't want to say anything bad about Detroit because there's really nothing bad to no. say about Detroit. Um, but it's that's their like go to, that's their crutch, and I'm just like, cool. cool. Sorry, Andrew, I apologize. I apologize it's fine. It's fine, Bob. It's fine. It's fine. It feels fine. It's cool. It doesn't feel fine, Bob. It's cool. Okay, it's you absolutely fine. It's fine. Okay. Bye. <laughs> He's not even mad. It's fine. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I, feel, I feel like it's not fine. It, no, it, it honestly is because I can come Even when back you say and just have fine. a bunch of lame Knicks jokes and lame jokes about New York and the pretentiousness. I'm, uh, I'm not dunking on the Pistons. I'm oh, I know. They have I know. I just, I, just, I just know I can come back with that. Well, he does try and send these trades okay. where he like talks so much. The most Knicks fan of Knicks fandom is just ooh, ooh, um, talking, having. Are you have, are yeah. you saying my trades are not based in reality? Is that no, what you're not saying? even just that. No, it's not the trades not being based in reality, which it's not. It's more that you have the audacity to make the videos of fuck Trey Young, all of this, Bob, and to spend whoa, all this time whoa, doing that. Whoa. Yeah. Bob, the New York fan base, all loving, looking at him as a villain, and then they're like, let's just trade for him. What if we did that? What if we just had the smallest backcourt in NBA history with Jalen Brunson and Trey Young? What if we did that? 
We Definitely. only give up 180 Definitely. points a game. Hey, Bob. Hey, yeah. Bob. I think, I, I think Chase might. Their best life. I, think, I, I think Chase might be feeling a little Trey Young anxiety right now. Mm. I think so. Yeah, I look at Twitter.com and there are a lot of people saying Trey Young hates Atlanta, wants out. Uh, Hawks frauds. I see that a lot. Mm. Hawks uh, spiraling out of control. Um, mm-hmm. Who could have seen this coming left. besides everybody? Nate McMillan is, is, is stopped coaching the team and is instead working on an epic poetry cycle alone in the bathroom all day. Like those are the, those are the kind of posts that I've been seeing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that, tra- that uh, Chase might have some, that might be a sore subject for Chase. Hey, they're right there Sorry. on the precipice of the play-in, of Bob what? and Andrew. They're right there. <laughs> they are just sitting and waiting for their opportunity. John is, Collins. Is that one of the subjects she... for today's podcast? Is Absolutely it not. Frauds? I can't do this anymore. Hey, I've done this Kevin all week. Herter doing? I, okay. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't and keep doing this over welcome. and over again. You're welcome. You're making me feel bad. And you know what? I woke up Taven Jackson. You know what's another? Is this an old person thing? But I could not imagine. And look, college coaches, like, that's what the money is for in the words Don Draper with just the stress and what you have to deal with. But Twitter being a part of the transfer portal NIL era is horrible for the fans and the coaches because they just tweet these emojis. And then I'm like, what does that mean? Is he want NIL stuff? Is he thinking about transferring? Is he like come tamper away? And now I had to spend my day thinking about what Taven Jackson, the backup four star for Tennessee is going to do because he tweeted two emojis. And I'm like, what? Like, what, I'm what so are we doing? Over, I am so over the whole NIL transfer portal. Once there is a regulation, once there is essentially a transfer window, mm-hmm. like because these young kids are, that's what they are. They are young kids having to make life-changing decisions. And some of these kids do not understand the gravity of said decisions. Mm. So, which, like I said, some do, some don't. But it becomes such a circus. And there are grown adults who were like, obsessed with where a 17 year old is going to go i'm sorry i have a life and adulthood responsibility (laughs) i'm a grown man i don't care i got hey if if you don't care about my bills as much i because i used to cover recruiting so i understand the appeal but as we go more into okay, but- this NIL period and and the the whole player independent I guess movement that has trickled down to college and high school, I'm over it because I'm sorry. I don't care about a three star that's probably gonna end up sitting the bench for a year or two. Or if he's if he's not happy with his decision after a year, and doesn't you know at least attempt to work through it, he's gonna hit the transfer portal, and we're all just gonna go, oh okay, cool. 
Yay, thank you for wasting our precious time. Other it's than like that, little things yeah, like no. that, can't we just do? Couldn't we all unanimously agree that like dipping after one, you still have to set out of here? Like, can't we just do that? Or I if you... would, you know, honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, to me, I get why they got rid of the whole oh, you sit out after XYZ, mm. or or you no longer have to sit out because. Part of it is COVID. You know, there's some guys still going on the COVID year. Jacob Warren uh, coming back for year seven here at so Tennessee. So there's, there's a difference between, you know, leaving a program after a year or if you have enough credits, you know, you get that great, you get that grad transfer or whatever, and you get to play another year or two. Mm. But yeah, this whole free agency window of, kids just hopping schools because either you know you don't get enough playing time or somebody's coming in and you're basically kind of suggested hey maybe you should transfer uh yeah i'm over it the enrollment offices at all these schools bob have to be crazy Mm -hmm. because uh tennessee starts later so you can still transfer in like tennessee spring semester for whatever reason i think because we have this longer winter term starts the end of january but one of the things people don't talk about is like when the portal is open and all this stuff, like you have to get in. And like if you're like the dates are so close and getting classes and everything else. And like I think most schools are back uh, this upcoming week. So it's like if you enter the portal, like where are you going to go that you cannot enroll this semester? I don't know how that even works. Like how would you be able to enroll and get into classes and everything else? Um this week i don't know the enrollment offices must be just getting calls from coaches all the time can we get this guy can can you feel can you drop somebody from one of these classes so we can put him in and make like it's got to be bonkers uh with enrollment with the portal it's a wild time crazy it's not a fun time that's for sure no um, and I think you're going to continue to see a mass exodus of coaches who are like, I can't deal with this anymore. Well, this is and crazy. And then you have the whole NIL thing, which is that also needs regulation because it's like when most, if not all the top college coaches have either said, Hey, this needs to be fixed or they are going to donors and alumni and all of these, you know, booster groups and basically saying, hey, if we want to compete, we're going to need to dish out some money. Um, mm. Yeah, it's what a concept. I know. Right. Um, it's like, hey, you know, that stuff that you guys were doing illegally, like back in the day, do it legally now. Mm. Help my poor program as we have a multimillion dollar budget. Yes, please help us. We are poor. Do not look at the three elevators that are in our building. Glass elevators that are in our building. Well, here's the other thing. I think I was reading, and then we'll get into some NBA stuff for Bob um, sure. and the college football yeah, that will be this over. Is all, this is this is all this is all. I, well, it all seems kind of normal to me. It's uh, kids are being paid money for a job, so there are going to be complications. Well, here's it's, the issue. It's, it's, it's above my pay grade. There's an issue, which is one of these schools is going to that one of these collectives, not the school, because the school cannot pay these kids. It has to be collectives. Right. One of these collectives is going to default on the payments. And then their recruiting is going to go. Oh, yeah. 
One of these big schools is going to do that, and I don't know. It's going to happen sooner rather than later, and it's going to be a quite of quite an experience on Twitter.com when one of these checks defaults and one of these God, checks don't God clear. God forbid a financial, perhaps say a cryptocurrency. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God forbid a financial uh, mishap that impacts the entire nation. Mm. Is oh, that is going to be hilarious and i cannot wait i mean i know what's jacked up to say but at the same time we're all just like hey guys when you're throwing money around like this and it's not sustainable like some of these schools are over promising to get these certain classes in and i'm like man it's gonna happen one of these collectives it's just gonna go bankrupt and then you're, you're like over oh. you're over promising mm-hmm. and god forbid you know some of some of this money you know ends up being funnier than usual <laughs> if you aren't winning, mm-hmm. then what's the point? Yeah. See, I like, say we go like, back. To, I say we go back to not paying the kids at all and running the whole thing through, you know, the bag, bag man. men and mm-hmm. used car dealerships with a lot of spare cash. Because at least there, you know that you can depend on the full faith and credit of the United States government to back that actual hard cash going to these kids. It seems mm-hmm. it seems a lot more reliable to me. There you so, go. Bob yes. wants hey, to go back. He's he wants to go back. He wants the shady backroom dealings. He wants. Uh, he well, wants... I just want the other shady backroom dealings as opposed to these shady backroom. Yeah, dealings. yeah. That's the other thing. It's never going to go away in college sports. Shady backroom dealings is never, never going anywhere. Never. Um, no. Uh, Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, refused a contract extension this week. Uh, Bob. So. Yeah. Where does he make the most sense? Because Jordan Clarkson's been really good. I was looking at his shooting splits and looking at Clarkson and what he's actually done in Utah this year. He's been really good. I think he could be a really fun. Don't say the Knicks because Jordan Clarkson, Jalen Brunson no, doesn't Knicks, work, Bob. The Knicks doesn't the Knicks, do it. Well, no, I mean, the Knicks have, Knicks have plenty of wings who need playing time already. He doesn't belong on the Knicks. Uh, where would Jordan Clarkson be helpful? Mm. I mean, we're now you're operating under the assumption that the that Utah is still going to hold a fire sale before the trade deadline. You don't have to do a fire sale to move well, Jordan Clarkson. Like, I think they keep Laurie at this point. I think he's just proving well, he's they, part of the yes. rebuild. Yes, Laurie is not going anywhere. He's signed. He's playing very well. Colin Sexton's Even, probably staying, but it's like... If I, teams I, I, maybe I'm the only one who sees this, but but Laurie, Mar- Laurie Markson looks like the idealized peak version of Thurman Merman from Bad Santa. <laughs> Thank you for this image, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> and the only reason I'm saying thank you for this image is because I can now not get it out of my head. No, no, no. You're gonna you're gonna think about Thurman Merman every time Lori <laughs> Markman highlights. I'm just gonna up. look like, oh, it's like if Thurman Merman had actually committed to Yeah, being... if you put if you put Thurman Merman in the Chris Evans Captain America uh, bigulator machine that made him a thank super you. soldier. Thank you for this. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I can think about. Yeah, that's 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 what he reminds me of. I he realize that where he brings out the, the chocolates. The he eats a chocolate square every time the yes. Jazz win. Have you seen yes. the sequel to Bad Santa? I have seen the sequel. Yes, to Bad Santa. and I mean it's it's not great. It's it's not good. Look, look, it's, it it accomplishes the job of hey, you people wanted this. We're gonna make money off of it. Bad Santa, the original Bad Santa is a wonderfully constructed and and delightful movie. Mm-hmm. It, um, it, 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 it rightfully did not age well. 
and it they feels not, like I think it aged okay. It still made me laugh. We watched it. Uh, I mean, you know, it's still it, funny. it still makes me laugh. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, if you put this movie in 2021 or 2022, mm. 2022 you have to come whatever. up with some different, slightly different jokes here yeah. and there. Yeah. And a couple of things would, would result in a cancellation. But, but aside from but that, it, I think <laughs> structurally. But it feels like it's it's like one of those movies, like that era of movies that were like, hey, we know things are changing. So we're just going to get our collective bleep in and yeah. just push out everything. We it can. is it is the kind of movie when it is the kind of movie that could only have come out when when at the time in U.S. history, when Tucker Max was considered a cultural icon. Mm. It's very that much is a name I've not heard in a long yeah, time. That's, that's that's unlocking some memories right there. Yeah, that's right. I, I'll I'll see if we can find your like your old login at Ain't It Cool News, guys, and, and see what Harry Knowles thinks about thinks about thinks about. I remember Tucker pets. Max was the guy. What I he was like a good. We need more of those kind of people where and they mm. suggest that to you. Not hold on. I I know where mm. you're thinking, but I'm saying more of those people who like him or not. Let me be clear. Mm. Who see, like. Keep- Keep digging. Hold on, on. there's a way I'm framing this because when I grew up, there were a couple people who recommended. He recommended Tucker Max to me, and it was like, oh, awesome. I know that we don't have anything in common. This isn't going to work. What I'm saying is, like, you need those kind of people (laughs) out there where you hear the name and they suggest it to you, and you're like, we don't have anything else to do here. We're done. We, I know where this conversation for Chip could go. I'm not huh? going to name all the ones who are the new Tucker Maxes. But you get what I'm now. saying, though, Tucker's right? Where Max. you have those. I, There's they, a lot. Yeah, there, there are, are a lot. But he was one of those early ones when I was younger, when I looked it up and I was like, oh, we're not going to vibe. This is not going to work. Um, if someone goes up to you and goes, hey, I need you to listen to this entire three and a half hour episode of the Joe Rogan experience. For Yeah, example, we're not going to be friends. Can, like, we're just right. not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, I, I finally, I've never actually, uh, until now, I'd never sat through an entire episode of the Joe Rogan experience, but I was cleaning the apartment yesterday. I'm and sorry. It's okay. I can clean the entire apartment. It's not oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. It's the Joe Rogan. What? Not the cleaning the apartment. Got it. Any case, I was cleaning the apartment yesterday and I was, uh, and after, uh, I forget what the previous YouTube video I was watching uh, mm. was, but I left it on autoplay and it clicked on to, uh, an excerpt from the Joe Rogan experience. And at which point I listened to 10 minutes and I said, okay, I want to listen to the whole thing. And I finally sat through a whole thing and I went, Oh my God, really? That's what this is. That's what this, that's, that's what the 11 million people are tuning into every episode. It really is exactly like the Tim Heidegger office hours parody of the Joe Rogan experience. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. That's an early recommendation. Tim Heidegger and two comics, uh, Suresh, I forget his last name, and his comedic partner did a parody of it, and it mm. is so spot on, pitch perfect. That I have seen, but I, I finally did sit through one, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh boy, that!" Re- I, I was kind of appalled, and I realized this. I, I might as well hold up a giant sign that says, "Yeah, old man, you don't get it." But man, whoa! In any case, Laurie Markin and Bad Santa, Thurman mm. Merman. That's how we got here. I'm never, um, I, I, I'm not going to shake that now, Bob. Like it's yeah, ingrained yeah. in my head. There's no way I'm going to be able to shake that. That was this. John Ritter's last movie that he made before he, he passed. Oh, that was. That yeah, was my John wife. Ritter's last movie. That's like the first thing my wife says when we, like when Bad Santa came out, she was like, that's the last movie. And I'm like, that, that is the it. last movie that he did. 
and he's he's great in it, and he's great in it. Bernie Mac is great in it. It's hold on. When you do the list, Bob. there's a lot of people who have passed away in that movie. Sure, just two, but no, I think sure. there are more than that. Did, hold on, Bad Santa who, who stars. Else? Let's see, stars. Uh, what what's his name? Um, what is his name? The what is his name? Oh my yeah. goodness, what is his name? Um. I'm looking for him. Just uh, Google Jamie Bad Santa Cast, please. Jamie. Who in the Bad Santa Cast is still alive, Jamie? A lot of, Thank you. Billy Bob is still alive. Yeah. Billy Bob is still Billy Bob's still kicking. He keeps making I keep seeing him on various streaming platform quasi prestige shows that I can't be bothered to watch. Okay. Okay, I've killed people that are still alive. Never mind. All Good right. job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Good job. There you go. No, I, I I do enjoy the fact that just Billy Bernie Mac and is is essentially just kind of like he's coasting. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Like he's yeah. just coasting, and there is an you know, excellent at one point. There was the, the, his most famous moment um, where I was introduced to Billy Bob Thornton was on an MTV uh, news um, interview that they had at a premiere. I, I forgot what movie, mm-hmm. um, but Billy Bob Thornton clearly just hammered. Um, and this is when he was married to Angelina Jolie. Yes. Which still trying to figure he, that yes. out. The, the cultural touchstones from that marriage are that I think that Angelina Jolie would wear a vial of his blood around her yeah, neck. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Billy Bob at that point, like the early MGK at, and what's her yeah, name? Shortly after yeah. they, shortly at around the time he started dating Angelina Jolie, uh, Billy Bob lost a lot of weight. Go after after Sling Blade and before he started like getting a lot of starring roles, he lost a ton of weight. Mm. And supposedly, if I remember, like. People magazine or Us Weekly article I read at the time. He went on a very strange diet that only involved eating food that was orange. <laughs> this is another Jamie thing. Please look up if this is just something that I've that I completely misremembered. I, 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 I buy it because the the one thing I remember is that they were at a movie premiere. <laughs> yes, and... that was the MTV. That was the MTV yeah. news bit. Yeah, and and you guys know the bit. If you if you know, you know. If you don't, Google Kids, it. You can find it on the internet. Um, Billy because Bob it also, is hilarious. Because he's, del- he's just standing like, there, just going like this, like, yeah. Um, I it's like I had I had three whiskeys before I stepped out of the car. But when we when we realized why he might be like that, you're like, oh. Okay. Uh, there's a delightful profile in the New York Times of Billy Bob Thornton by Taffy Taffy Ackner, um, and she talked about this at, at one uh, event I went to. And, and what she said is that the conditions for writing a, a profile of Billy Bob Thornton were that I believe it is. I hope I'm not confusing it with somebody else, but I think the condition, and I'm, I may be getting it wrong. So I apologize to Taffy and Billy Bob and all these people that she could not say anything about being in movies. She just had to go on tour with his country and Western band. I think I remember you talking about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. So if I've gotten this wrong, I've gotten it wrong a couple of times, but I there still think is that's hilarious though. I mean, and clear, and she quickly said yes because, like, why wouldn't you? 
Hold on, I'm Googling. <laughs> Billy Bob Affy Ackner. Maybe it He's was when she was writing now. it for GQ. Maybe. Maybe it was a GQ pro. It might have been choose a GQ. Yeah, no, it was a GQ profile. I got it. I'll, I'll drop it in the chat, and we can all look at it later. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But he does mention, like, that was one of the conditions. Um, but he's, he's, look, he's a great, he is a, a wonderful and a delightful actor who clearly has no desire to do any of the performative Hollywood stuff because it came to him relatively late in life because he mm-hmm. grew up in, like, like, the point of making Sling Blade is he just made that movie with all of his all of it, like tons of his friends in Arkansas are from the, are in that movie, and it's why mm. it works so well. Um, and you know, like the only celebrity in that is just him and Dwight Yoakam is the only other famous person in Sling Blade. And I think it was, I think if I'm remembering correctly, the way it was after a few years of being in Hollywood and he couldn't get cast in anything, or he would just, you know, he couldn't get any parts. He goes, well, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it with my friends and the people who I know and I trust. And that's how Sling Blade got made. Um, Have you been to Arkansas? Never been to Arkansas. I took one of those uh, online quizzes where you s- smash the number of states where you've been. I've been mm. to a lot. Okay. I've been you to been a lot Tennessee? of them. Uh, no. Mm, noticing a trend here, Bob. Georgia? I've been to, I've been to Georgia. Okay. I've been to Florida. I've been to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it for Andrew. The how close Bell. is Arkansas to Kansas? Is it close? It's 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 relatively close. It's kind of like there's a in the southeast corner of Kansas. You've mm. got um, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas. There's like a Ozarky type mm. of you know like a little quad mm. um, that they're all pretty much within. I want to say. Maybe 120 miles of each other and kind of hmm. hit those corners. So yeah, I've I've done I've done a lot of the as you'd expect, you know, Mid Atlantic and New England area states. I think I ticked off ever all the states. I've ticked that was the number one pick New for England me for Bob state. Silverman. That was the number yeah. one pick. Yeah, Mid Atlantic. I've been to uh-huh. every state in New England and every state in the Mid Atlantic region, except for Virginia. I've never been to Virginia. Hmm. Depending whether you want to count Virginia as southern um, i don't know that's still up for debate every year I, I call it mid-atlantic yeah. yeah but i have not but i've certainly mm-hmm. been to maryland i've been to delaware maryland's definitely not they sometimes no, try and that, that is a mid-atlantic too. state yeah yeah um I'm, you know pennsylvania mm-hmm. and, and all those and but uh and a couple out west but uh yeah those are the ones that i've that I've been to in various points in my life. There you go. Andrew, yeah. where do you think Jordan Clarkson gets traded? Yeah, so where does Jordan Clarkson end up? <laughs> I have no idea. I I, I'm I don't st- think they move him. I think I think they move him, but it's going to be one of those, oh, yeah, Jordan Clarkson got moved, and then it's just kind of like, oh, okay. It'll be for, yeah. it'll be for I mean, a team that could use a, a scoring wing off the bench. 
Uh, it's probably the Clippers. Like you do the Reggie Jackson for. They, do they need flip. yet another wing? They've got twelve wings, twelve mediocre wings. They've lost already. five straight. I don't. It's not a wing. He's not really a wing. He's a league guard. Because he's what in he's in Utah still, right? Yeah, like he's someone. I think they need the shooting. Like Reggie Jackson and John Wall being your your point guard combination. Yeah, but you can't have know. Jordan Clarkson running. You're gonna. It's still gonna. You're still gonna run the offense through. Through. Wait, through. isn't Utah like st- still like halfway decent this season? They they're are in twenty and twenty-two. I think they're. If the playoffs started today. I think they're out. I don't know why you don't think they wouldn't be adding people. They're because that's yeah, not Danny. Yeah, Ainge. That's... Danny Ainge is not adding people at the deadline for this. Quarter. Or they could take a percentage of what they got for Donovan Mitchell and offer it for Trey Young. Okay. Reroute it. Actually, that would be funny. Send Trey Young to Utah. That's yeah. that's what we're here for. I feel like I feel like we we've got to retire the whole Utah is a death sentencing. Mm. Um, like they've built they they already but have eventually a, a solid team. Walt, yeah. uh, Walker Kessler is looking like a late round, a late first steal. Walker we've Kessler already, is. Hilarious. We've already discussed Thurman Merman. Um, they've got some they've got some talented players on that team. They're a quality team. Yeah, I, I don't th- they, like they've they've won too many games. They've already logged too many games to ba- be in the yeah, one that they got this week. They can't on, do it at this point. Bailing on Jordan or Jordan Clarkson bailing on this team feels very. I don't know. I I'm not I mean, going to judge a guy's situation, but I'm just. But also, I'm just like. Andrew, Philly, how about really? This? Philly for Philly for Matisse Stiebel and uh, one of and and a, and a, you know a lottery protected first. I don't hate that. Matisse um, Stiebel isn't playing. He's he's a good defensive guard. He still's got ups some upside. Philly could use. I mean, it, Philly is Philly has uh, Shake Milton and the Anthony Melton and of course you know Harden and stuff, but. Uh, you know, Maxie's been injured, and maybe they decide they need a little more punch off the bench. That's fair. Um, Andrew, do you feel bad for LeBron? Uh, in what way? Where the trade stuff comes out this week, that that Bob sent in the 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 group chat about, like, hey, he might be looking for a trade, and it's like, yeah, if LeBron could get a trade, he would be behind the scenes right now pushing for a trade if his contract did not allow him to not do so. And it's like, I cut like he's having this another just an unbelievable season for his age. It's unprecedented. And Still awesome. it's just a waste. Like they've won, I think, five straight, but they're 19 and 21. They're not going to be a championship team. Anthony Davis obviously out for a while. Do you feel bad that the, for the spot LeBron has found himself in? Do you feel bad I- for LeBron? Part do, you feel, me, do you feel bad for LeBron for agreeing to be in the remake of House Party? Is that something you feel bad for him? Apparently, it's actually. You know what? I saw the trailer. I was like, you know yeah, what? I, I'm would. interested. Is this a wood? I'm interested. For I, yeah. I'm interested in watching it. Uh, part of me does, but at the same time, this is what the Lakers have been, and this is just taking LeBron completely out of it. Mm. The entire Lakers structure in terms of the front office, it's been like this for nearly 20 years. Mm -hmm. So part of me is like, yeah, I get it. Like if I'm producing at this level and the moves that aren't panning out, 
haven't just haven't panned out. And I could go to a contender uh, because I think maybe even LeBron understands what I'm doing right now cannot be sustained forever. Um, and you still want to win a title? I mean, I get it. Do I feel bad? Eh, not really, but I totally understand why. Um, yeah, but at the same time, like I said, the Lakers front office has been like this for a while. And like, you've got yeah. people in that office who are in Jeannie's ear who mm-hmm. we're talking you, about the Rambuses here, folks. If you I was like, if you are remember, you talking about the Rambuses or are you talking about Jay Moore? <laughs> it, no, it was, if if you remember Yeah, I was gonna I, say it was 2018, 2019, or LeBron's first season. Mm-hmm. LeBron's first season when Magic left. And they were trying to figure out what's going on, Bob. I think you know where I'm going with this. That was a that was a delightful moment on NBA Twitter when Magic <laughs> held that press conference. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. But you you also remember that like there were some reports, there were some like some people in the Lakers front office that were re- essentially ready to bail on the whole LeBron experiment anyway. Rambus, comma Linda. Um, which I, I'm still trying to figure out how she got as much power as she did, but hey, now, can, yeah, she's um, with the owner, yeah, no, so like there's there's enough people in the Lakers front office that have not so subtly been pushing for maybe we should trade LeBron. Mm. I feel like if you hear that enough times. And the situation doesn't improve. Maybe. Hmm. I, I, I just think it's. I think. It's, I, don't think I, just, I don't. I don't think they'll do it. Um, because you would. You would. You would have to incur the wrath of an angry fan base that understands what they're seeing with LeBron right now, and you're gonna have to trade that, which. You could easily, oh, boo, LeBron, what? But I, th- I feel like everybody understands that this front office is so unstable that, yeah, I get it. I don't think they'll do it to me because you got to find the perfect trade partner for it. You got to find the perfect deal. You just can't settle for, you know. We're talking about LeBron James here, not Jordan Clarkson. No offense, <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, but you're going to have to find the right trade partner, and this trade is going to be impacted probably for the next five, six years. Uh, if even if if 38 year old LeBron gets, or soon to be 39 year old LeBron, LeBron James gets traded, that's that is. I'm trying to think of a. That is one of the. That would be one of one of the more monumental trades in NBA history. Oh, absolutely unprecedented. Also, who in the world would make the deal? The Knicks. The Suns. The Knicks. I mean, the, 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 the logical answer is figuring out a way to send him back to Cleveland or back to Miami for for one last go around. But I, oh, for sure. I don't think I don't think Cleveland would want to give up. I mean, one, Cleveland doesn't have the picks right now because they gave them all away for 
for Donovan Mitchell, which which worked, which, which, which is worked. perfect, which was worth it, which was worth it. And, you know, my, I think Miami doesn't Miami doesn't have a huge Miami. The reason Miami couldn't trade for Donovan Mitchell is they didn't have the necessary picks and young kids assets to be able to do it. So neither of them can do that. So one, you got to find a place that LeBron wants to play and LeBron gets to pick where he wants to play. Mm-hmm. That's, that's bottom line. You, you're not opening up the bidding to the entire league. He's going where he wants to go. So there's a limited market there. I mean, I kind of think he stays. I kind of think, I kind of think LA cash is in one of those picks to get a guy, maybe a Jordan Clarkson even, but um Bring him back. Screw yeah, they're it. gonna, they're gonna, they're going to look like I. It's it's an almost impossible needle to thread. You need yeah. a team that LeBron wants to play for, which is you're gonna again, need multiple teams, team. honestly, because I don't think you'll be able to do a one for one. How close deal. is he no. to breaking the record? Uh, I think it's next year if he keeps up this. Pace. I thought it was. Okay. I thought it was two, two years from now. For some reason, I kept thinking it was like closer to if he if he stays on pace, he might get it at the end of the year. But I might be uh, I'm, I'm probably wrong on that. Um, Let's see. But but next year for I'm sure. Googling. I'm Jamieing. Ne- uh, next he, next year, absolutely. He is about five hundred points away from passing for me. Okay. So again conservatively 25 points a game that's that's yeah i mean i think it's early next year mm-hmm. yeah and you could probably if you're lebron you want to do that and pass kareem as a laker and what that would mean and like just the the gravitas of that would kareem be there I, for that do we think math? kareem would go to that game did I mm-hmm. screw up the math somehow? No, yeah, no, he's no, he, he's few, yeah, it's about five, it's a little less than 500. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if he if if he completely just you know turns back the clock mm-hmm. even more, it's possible. It when, is possible. When uh, will Larb and Jam? <laughs> But yeah, I just man, I don't know. I, I think he might do maybe one or two. Oh, sixteen games. Oh no, it's gonna it'll happen this year. Okay. I'm sorry. And that's I it. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was like, wait a second. Um Yeah, no, I messed that up. That's this year. Yeah. All good. All good. Um I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's he's gonna do it as a Laker. Yeah. I could see you would have to make the perfect, maybe multiple team deal. My terrible math for right? it's all terrible. it's it's all good. You know, you no, get that. I'm, I'm disappointed with myself. I need more coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see, I could see LeBron <laughs> for the right deal this summer. Um, and people, you know, will go, "Oh, well, he shouldn't have signed the extension." I think he had the best intentions of signing that extension. Look, if Anthony Davis stays healthy. And they don't pull off the terrible Russell Westbrook trade, uh, you know, they probably are contending this year. The West yeah. is kind of the West is not that great. I mean, who would you say right now is the favorite to come out of the West pre All Star break? Uh, the Mavericks. Ha ha ha! No, I'm seriously. not joking. They're number four right now, and they have the best player in the West. 
Yeah, I'm still. They went to the Western uh, Conference Finals last year. Until they. Are they better than they were last year? Until the head is cut off, I'm going Golden State. Oh. Until somebody actually does it to them. I, they just got. They just look. It. it ha, they have to get stiff back, and until you that happens, you can't really make an evaluation of where they're at. But they just got rolled last night by the Orlando Magic. Yeah. Whom's the among us hasn't it's, gotten it's, rolled by Paolo Bancaro? It's, it's January seventh. They just okay. got yammed on by Franz Wagner. It's, man, it's January seventh. Okay, I believe that. Yes, that's accurate. Correct. It's I, the eight. To me, the, no, it's the eight. To me, to me, the favorite. <laughs> To me, it's it's a three team race between the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans, and all of them have like serious, the serious issues. Yes, the, the Pelicans, Pelicans are healthy. I get very, it. very, I see very it. good. I see it. No playoff experience whatsoever, all across okay, the board. Okay, so so, so last year, but that's yeah. okay. No, yeah. they made it one round and they lost in that round. Right. Okay. I'm I'm saying a team with a healthy Brandon Ingram and a healthy Zion. Are you betting on that? For three rounds? Oh, no, but that's yeah. why I'm saying that there isn't a clear favorite out, out West because... Do you know who's going to play every Pelicans round team. and who's not going anywhere and he's only surrounded by vets Certainly and they're not just going to the add Hawks. some more vets? Who has a better... I, I'm sorry, you think... You think... You think... You believe that Luka is significantly better than Nikola Jokic? I think it comes down to me. I'm always going to lean more on the guard than the big, uh, being able to get his so team. So they run the offense through Nikola Jokic. I'm not disagreeing with that, but he doesn't bring the ball up. It's still one oh, of those. I'm where... sorry, you're, you're right. The, the, dribbling those like 70 odd feet. I am saying I am always going to err on the side of if it comes down to wing, guard, or big in the seven game series. And the, they're basically <sighs> neck and neck in MVP. I'm always going to lean. I'm s- Okay, so then if even if you want to say that, that Luca is a better player, which you're wrong about, but that's okay. If even if you believe that in a playoff structure, look at their supporting casts. Mm-hmm. Yo- Yo- which Yo- one has... made it to the Western Conference Finals last year with the bad supporting cast? Yeah. Uh... Um, and Luca's better than he was a year ago. I'm telling you, Luca, it's Luca is building what Dallas has done is they've built the Cleveland LeBron from the first go around. The Eric right. Snow. And they won finals in an absolutely yeah. desiccated Eastern Conference where they and just need to get through. Like yeah. the West the, is desiccated. Like, well, look at it. Like, there's yeah, nothing. We saw, I'm, we saw how I, that ended. I don't think they are better. Like, Denver. Denver with Jokic and and the Grizzlies. Yes, there are significant questions, but they also have John Morant and uh, an excellent supporting cast. And the Grizzlies should be the answer because I think they're the deepest and have the most star power. It's just I don't trust their health either. Like the Grizzlies are just someone I'm just waiting on the other shoe to drop. Well, the jaw. that's why there's no yeah. clear favorite in the West as opposed to the East, in which I think it's which shockingly it looks like it's going to come down to Boston and Brooklyn. I don't think we can count out Milwaukee yet. I'm counting out Milwaukee. You can't count out Milwaukee yet. I'm counting out Milwaukee. I don't know I'm if you can count out, out Cleveland yet. I'm counting out Milwaukee because I, I think without a healthy uh, Chris Middleton, they're just not that good. But he might be and, healthy and, at that point. And Giannis is just having a slightly less than than superhuman Giannis season. He's Which is not funny because he, slightly less than superhuman is still like, Seventy-five percent of the it's still, league. Yeah, he's still, he's still like, <laughs> he's still, he's still, he's still the the best player in basketball, but he's not as good. I Hold still on, think I think you said Jokic was the best player. 
No, I'm saying Jokic is better than Luka. I just think Giannis is the best player in basketball. Hmm. I think it's right now it's Giannis, Jokic, and Luka, one, two, three. The Jokic hmm. stands on the internet are going to get mad at me for that. but And I understand the argument. I just... but. You don't Luka's like him because the... you don't like Jokic because it looks like he's exhausted after playing for. Two no, minutes. I like but Jokic. My point is that I'm not. I, I love Jokic. Hold on, don't put that on me. You, the question was strictly Jokic and Luca, and I, you asked me directly between the two of them, and I would trust Luca. Don't put that day. evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> there was no. We're I was talking no just... 2006 era comedies now. Speaking of no good comedy movies anymore, they just what happened to all of those? They're just all gone. They don't make them like they used to. Uh, hmm. Not as uh, many comedies anymore. Uh, the Jackass movie came out this year. It was it's not a comedy, though. Really, is it? Yes, it is. What? Can we put it in a comedy movie? Is it? Just yeah, like that it? is a comedy. Dude. Well, I'm saying it's like it's more of like a documentary. Do you uh, laugh that's just funny to watch? Do you? Did laugh you laugh? Yeah, for sure. It's a okay, comedy. Yeah. Okay, it's designed to make you laugh. Okay, so we're putting that in the comedy booth. Okay. Yes. Yes. Where, where hmm. else are we supposed to put it? Documentary, whatever that means. But I we're don't know. not a documentary. Asses. They are doing, they are performing stunts that are comedic. Mm. The yes. fact that they are documented on camera does not make it yes. a documentary. If I want to watch, if I want to watch documented jackasses, <laughs> I'll just watch the U.S. House elections. Hey, thank you. Thank, mm. you. But Thank I, you. I, I, it's that's a one timer. Thank there you. There is an the the bad lip reading people. If we're getting back into the, you remember? Do you remember the bad lip reading guys? Yeah, I know there the good one now with John Boy. They, yeah, there they, there was a phase where that was a thing, and you're just like, oh, that was the peak became, of internet comedy. Oh, was the bad lip reading people? Yeah, they they did it again with the with the Gates Rogers fight on the floor. Yeah, House that was hilarious. hilarious. Um, For me, in 2012, the funniest thing I could watch was the bad lip reading version of the Obama Romney debate. Mm, if, you, yeah. if you missed out on that, kids, that was hilariously funny. That's when we we'll could. That's when links. we could laugh at politics and and not go. Yes. Oh, this is actually going to get worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was going to... Well, yes, but it was funnier somehow. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, this is funny. And we we aren't having to deal with the existential dread after we finish laughing. That's true. Like we do now. Because I'm sorry. Kevin, the existential Kevin, Kevin dread, McCarthy should have just gone 0-16. Like, he should have just decided to tank one game and say, you know what? <laughs> let, me, let me join my brothers, the Detroit Lions of 2008, and the 2017 Cleveland Browns. He should mm. have just it's realized that you his know destiny. all the 17 16 teams off the top of your He head should have just joined his destiny. Well, I posted a graphic a few days ago and I was like, do this, Kevin. Come on. Know it in your heart to be true. Mm. Um Bob, what's your pick of the yeah, week? What up? I don't know. Uh, pass. Let me think pass. about that for a second. Andrew, your pick of the week, sir. My pick of the week is uh, the Jim Harbaugh sweepstakes. Mm. The hilarious Jim Harbaugh Is he going anywhere? You're a Michigan man. Is he leaving Michigan? <sighs> Hashtag Michigan man. Trademark Michigan man. Um, Look, I said this, and I've said this since – 
the situation with the Vikings came up. When last year, he basically went to Minnesota and was like, yeah, sure, yeah, okay, so when are you guys offering me the job? Like, he went there with the intention of taking the job and leaving Michigan. So now I'm just like, oh, we're doing this again. Um, yeah. The fact that he was basically like calling David Tepper for the last few weeks, um, add in the possibility, or he's going to be interviewing with uh, Denver tomorrow or sometime early uh, this, this week. Uh, yeah, he's interviewing Colts for Denver. Connection. Wasn't that what came out? Denver, yeah, okay, that came out this Denver, and now it's now it's also coming out that Denver is eyeballing or via Rappaport that uh, Denver is going to possibly give up a first round pick for Sean Payton, which yeah. is just what are we doing, fucks? Um, I would never give up a pick, a first round pick for a coach. There's no, no way. I feel like I feel like even though but Sean Payton also might go back to New Orleans, that um, would be that weird. Thing. Like it's such a it's so stupid. The NFL coaching carousel is very weird. I don't understand giving up. Uh, yeah, Sean Payton was a. a Do we want to hire coach. a black guy? No, 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 no. Let's hire <laughs> Sean Payton back again. <laughs> Do you think maybe Byron Leftwich can get a job this time? Maybe. Yeah, no, it would be nice. worse. His job is like OC for the Steelers next year. Honestly, going back to Pittsburgh. I wouldn't hate that idea. Yeah, I mean, that's he's not getting another job, like it or a head coaching job this cycle. The enemy we'll see um no no that shit yeah. was passed that yeah. shit but Pat hamilton see... maybe Pat hamilton. he did he did no, some stuff with houston this year. okay here's the thing i've always been the biggest pep hamilton stan wasn't he a when I realized, at one point yeah yeah uh but when i realized that he like it is what it is with him where it's just yeah, he's awesome, but awesome does not win you ball games. Um, mm. Or my or, or my labeling you of awesome does not win you ball games. Yeah, no, I'm Aaron Glenn over, huh? Aaron, Aaron Glenn, Glenn. Mm. former Jets cornerback. Wrong. Uh, so so right right coaching staff. Mm. Wrong head co- or wrong assistant. Do Staley are you going with? Mark Brunel? Ben Johnson. Wow. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Like, name like, some like, assistant the, coach. The, the, the guy who's basically kind of sort of resurrected Jared Goff's career. Yeah. Like Jared Goff has looked very solid. Jared Goff mm-hmm. has had a good year. Because no- he doesn't have to do too much. And yeah. that's the pro- and that's the problem. Look, I like Sean McVay. Oh, I know I, who the answer is, by the way. Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier probably, uh, he deserves yeah. number two. Once again, once of, once again, yeah. retread. retread. But that's okay. Retreads can work. Does, Andy Reid worked. He wasn't terrible in Minnesota. Shot? You is, were a Minnesota guy. Reed, was he terrible? Is, or was it Christian Ponder being his quarterback for the majority who, of that time being Leslie terrible? Frazier, Leslie Frazier is a solid coach. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, eh. I give him another like, shot. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I want to inspire confidence, am I hiring Leslie Frazier? I can't believe no. that. I can't believe Sean McVay's. I mean, I can believe it. I think Sean McVay's. But the, is but the thing is, he wanted to go after. They're pushing him in Kirk and, with Kirk and Al because that was just the, one of the more boring, not well, uh, did not work booths. To of, be fair, to be fair, to be fair, and, and we're being fair now. 
I think that he it was once again it's kind of like the whole situation in Denver. Mm-hmm. Amazon designed it to where Sean McVay would join the booth, and mm-hmm. then when he didn't, it was like, "Well, we got to fill this with somebody." Um, also, you've got to have a competitive game for Al and Kirk. Um, because you could just tell half the time they were enjoying themselves. Don't get me wrong. We won't but, get me wrong. But, like, and the thing about the NFL, unlike the NBA, is on the national broadcast, you can't openly just crap on the games or subtly crap on the game. I mean, Al was over the Zach Wilson experience. The oh, last yeah, time yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're all was. over on the Zach mm-hmm. Wilson experience. Um, yeah, no, I... I that didn't work. Sean McVay wanted to leave after they won the Super Bowl, but mm. it was just kind of like uh, there's a mass exodus can... coming in LA. Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, oh, Sean I McVay. am so, and I tweeted this yesterday. I am so fascinated on what the next three or four years look like for the Los Angeles. Oh, Rams. bad! They lose a bunch of football because, games because okay. So you remember when they when they returned? to LA when the Rams left St. Louis returned to LA. I was like, oh yay. And I'm just over here like, uh guys, people in LA all these, don't all care these about Rams fans. I'm sorry. Okay. It's a cliche. It's the not theory. a yeah, it's not, it's not a rant. Like it's, they want a Super it's a Bowl. USC town. Come on. It's it's not even it's a it's a Laker town. It's a Dodger town. And then yeah, it's probably if if USC is good, and that's a th- that's a sad caveat that we have to have for LA. If if Team X is good, then they are they are included in Dodger slash Laker Town. Um, so like I totally get why the Rams you know captured the imagination of everybody, but I remember the what was it the and it, no it was, I think it might have been Week Seventeen or Week mm-hmm. Eighteen because you know whatever. Uh, yeah, I can't last game of the season, the anymore. last game of the regular season, there were more San Francisco 49er fans, yeah, in in SoFi than Rams fans. And I look at that and I look at Las Vegas, and I'm just like, you cannot put these teams in cities and just drop them there and expect that everybody in the city is going to become a fan. You have to remember. These fans, especially in LA, didn't have football for 25 years. So essentially, and they, seemed to, they said the cultural like milieu of Los Angeles was not horribly decimated by not having, you know, Vince Ferragamo posters up and around. It everywhere. was. Um, but yeah, so I'm just I'm I'm so fascinated from what that fan base is going to look like because yeah, they did they get some fans in the last five, six years for sure. Absolutely. Sure. The problem is, the, the, what's going to happen? The NFL doesn't when this care. Sucks. The NFL doesn't care if there is not a natural consistent constituency for the Rams, yeah, let alone the I Chargers. Think they do. People I forget. Think... People forget the Chargers are in Los Angeles. I yeah. forget on a regular basis. Well, I still and, think and, of them. But as the problem the San Diego is, Chargers. I think they do care, and they're trying to force it on us. That's Those what they're trying bastards. to do, but they but they've realized, but they've realized that yeah, this isn't going to work. Either they're realizing it yeah, now, but they can't. 
they can't leave Los Angeles. Oh, no, 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 they, they, can't they can't leave. They can't leave. They can't leave. They can't leave. Even, I mean, the Chargers might. That. Maybe the Chargers will go elsewhere, but like they can't. I don't like, know where the Chargers would go, though. Mexico City. I wouldn't hate it. I like the idea. Mexico I, City. I, Vegas I, again. And, and I'm not even joking either. That's Mexico City. Good idea. There is no. There is. There is an actual. There is. There's a good article. I forget who wrote it. Uh, about is it from the, the athletic or yeah, I think it was an athletic blog okay. about, about about the about Mexico's growing football fandom. It would work. I think the travel NBA is going to beat them. Be, travel times would not be impacted. And they and uh, the, no, and no no no. There was a there was an article about basketball. In I was going to say I but, think the NBA beats the them. The but the yes, NFL has always well, wanted to the but the NFL yeah, has yeah, always wanted to expand outside of the internationally. States. And they wanted they wanted put a team in either England or Germany, but the problem is travel like to work. Yeah, Mexico City would be perfect because uh, yeah. I feel like they've kind of had to punt on the whole Toronto thing because the Bills were saved. Um, can you imagine the NFL without having Buffalo? Yeah, that's an my god. Yeah, the New York State just sank billions of dollars into building them a new stadium. Thank you. New York State Governor. <laughs> That's I'm glad my my state tax dollars. Are How do you pronounce her last name? Around. Is it Hochul? Hockel? Hochul. Hochul. Yeah. Okay. Like yokel. It rhymes with yokel. <laughs> Local yokel hokel. Yeah. There you go. That was a bar. Uh, um, Bob, do you have your pick of the week? I do. It is yes. the it is a documentary from SB Nation Secret Base, mm. and that is it's the men you're paying to be in shorts. A, doc, a John Boyce, uh, mm. Alex Rubenstein, Seth Rosenthal documentary about the 2011 2012 Charlotte Bobcats. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, I think I remember uh, seeing a preview for that. So yeah, I it's, might. I it might be it is that. a it is it is delightful, and I think it might have been the YouTube video that I was watching before. For some reason, the YouTube algorithm fed me a Joe Rogan experience clip. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm going to write a stern letter to YouTube and Google and ask why their algorithm felt that those two th- that I would enjoy that after watching that fine. Uh, yeah, I, wh- who was the guest on that Joe Rogan pod? It was Portnoy. Uh, it was that's Portnoy. probably why it was um, Portnoy. I'm sorry. It was, Once again, I'm. Sorry. It was it was Portnoy and 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 it was Portnoy and Joe Rogan having an having a, an in-depth conversation about Andrew Tate that I was delivered for my viewing experience. And, I, Bob, you just and then I had to watch more Bob, of it you just because I have hell. brain poisoning. What? You experienced hell. Yeah, I hell. do that a lot. I watch Why a lot of Why do you do this to yourself? Bob, do you love things. yourself? Because we love you. I, I thank you. Um, I've got brain worms and they need to be fed. And what they like to Bob, eat is Bob, garbage. We, we, you need to look in the mirror when we get uh-huh. off this and say that I love myself and others love me too. Because Max needs that you, is Bob. Not, that, we can't lose is... you to the, the brain worms. Max needs you. <laughs> yeah. And the, the French bulldog. We took, but... him, we took him for a grooming today, by the way. Yeah. And I got another lecture from the groomer again about how I don't <laughs> brush him enough and therefore he had to get his hair cut very short. So now he... He has a bit of a. He's not as cute and fluffy as he is now, and it's my fault because I don't. Where is Max? Get it together. Max is with Max is. I I have Max Monday through Thursday, and today okay. is Sunday, so I don't so have. You get Max. him tomorrow. Uh, long story short, I don't. 
but uh, uh, but we we another expensive trip to New York to a New York dog groomer, which we've discussed on previous episodes of the pod, mm -hmm. but still expensive. We found a cheaper one, but it's still expensive. That's ninety six dollars. Ninety six dollars <laughs> after dog groomer in New York City. <laughs> New but, York prices, glasses, uh, yeah. dog grooming, everything is more it's, expensive in New York. Everything is a lot. I look, I, uh, you know, not to give away the, any insider secrets, but some friends and I, the way we do our shopping is that there are a couple of supermarkets uh, in various parts of Brooklyn that are that have not been hit by the inflation wave and are not charging, you know, things like six dollars for a carton of eggs. Uh, so we, we, we either rent or borrow a vehicle and en masse, we drive to the cheap supermarket and everybody loads up and then we drop it off at everyone's house is how we keep food prices down here in various parts of Brooklyn. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, even my local key food is very expensive. So I don't know what key food is key food is a Eastern seaboard, New York chain supermarket. Mm. There are a lot of them. Key food. Okay. Key food. We have a key food and a Gristides near me. They're both very pricey. Andrew. There is also a Trader Joe's, though, but that's expensive also. We got to And I don't like Guys love brands. naming uh, naming grocery stores when they wrap up pods. They love just ringing do like, do all the different grocery stores that they know they and that. love. Yeah. Um, Andrew, what can the good folks check out from you this week? What do you want to plug? Uh, Harbaugh Watch, because. Mm. Harbaugh um, Watch 2023. We. I'm not saying that. I I saw this. Can I can I bet a, can I, I bet some money that coming. he stays? Can I bet money that he ends up staying when all said and done? You can. Where can I place that I wager? Would, um, I don't know. You probably go. To, uh, there's enough betting apps. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I don't think that's the problem. I'm sure Aaron Paul is probably screaming at me in a commercial somewhere about where I can bet on that. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. no, so, but but Jamie Fox honestly, too, like that yeah. that is probably that's going to be the for uh, some the, uh, reason to me all of those. All the betting commercials that run during every sporting event now, they all feel like a threat. I feel <laughs> they like do. I'm getting they absolutely do. They I feel like I'm I feel like do. Aaron Paul is mad at me about not placing bets. That, that's, I well, we, we're now we, becoming we, like the weirdos where you see the number of people who've bet on sporting events for the last year and you're like, I'm one of the outliers now where yeah. I will be if I get caught up in I a need sports to conversation save money for dog grooming and <laughs> and like well, uh, we are, skinless chicken breasts. I do not have spare gambling cash to just throw around willy nilly, no matter how confident that I am that Jim Harbaugh is hanging. Apparently around. people we are in a Do? we we are in a weird and I would argue uncomfortable situation when it comes to gambling in this country, and I I feel like I feel like somebody a, needs look, to speak up on it, and I don't think anybody will because gambling is a fun. gambling is largely a regressive tax. It always has been. That is yeah. what gambling is, uh, and and. and uh, it's uh, it's bad. There, that's my strong take on it. People should gamble less. And I look, I or just I gamble responsibly. The, I understand yeah. the appeal of gambling. I certainly mm -hmm. do. I have my one fantasy football league. We throw some money in a pot, and so that is that's how I get my gambling fix out of the way. Occasionally, I will play in a DFS league with other internet poisoned freaks, and the. The throw the pay in is like two or three dollars, and that's enough to make me pay attention to like the Thursday night Jags Titans game. 
So I, that's fine. That's enough. I do like the thought of losing actual large sums of money on stuff. This is just terrifying to me, but evidently most people don't agree. Most people are, most people go the other way. Who knew? Bob, what can the good folks check out for you this week? Anything uh, there'll like? be some, there'll be some, there'll be some stuff coming right now. Right now I'm working on it. Gears are in motion. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Gears. Things are happening. Gears are in motion. A tradition unlike any other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Raymond, Bob Silverman, always a pleasure. And I will talk to you all next week. This has been Ingram, radio voice of the Atlanta Braves. And I'm here to tell you that you've reached the end of today's episode of the Chase Thomas podcast. As a friend of the podcast, I'd like to say thank you for listening to today's episode and hope you return for the next one. To show your support for the program, tell a friend or coworker or even a family member about the program. And if you're an Apple Podcast listener, leave the show a rating and a review. It goes a long way. That'll do it for me. But don't forget to listen to myself and the rest of the team at 680 The Fan and the Braves Radio Network this season. Go Braves! Chase, I think I'm going to hear more about you. I really do. I think you've got a way about you, but you're interviewing. Mm-hmm. You're, um, pleasantness you're smart so i think i'm going to hear big things about you nicely done nephew chase thomas podcast hell yeah